This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Joe Camp of Comstock. Joe, we got a bearish WASD report on Friday. We did have some slight rebound here. It was just such a knee-jerk bearish reaction. You had a slight recovery of futures there into the close on Friday. We did probe down to some areas where maybe we're finding uh, light technical support, at least, here. And we think still on the fundamental end, you know, it can be a silver lining if you if you feel like that report's going to be about as bearish as it, as it can get for a while. And I say that knowing that, okay, we won't have the big risk point that we had on Friday in terms of the U.S. yield estimates being subject to change uh, anytime soon again. That, of course, was the bearish shock if we if we rewind to Friday that the USDA analysts upped corn yield to a record 177.3 for the national average, bean yield also coming up by more than anticipated, tied for what would be the fourth uh, best ever national average for the bean yield. So you, you, you shift on the focus towards other items like uh, South America, for one, those estimates we know can certainly be revised again and likely lowered from here uh, going forward. And the rest of the balance sheet, too, if we go back to the U.S. end of it, we could see better demand, especially at these lower levels. It's something we're going to wonder about in terms of export sales maybe picking back up here as some of the big importers step in and, and, and can find some value. We did have a corn sale to Mexico announced this morning. We're still waiting for some better numbers on the bean demand, but uh, yeah, kind of left in the wake of a bearish report now wanting to see if we do shift attention towards something maybe more friendly here, which would be certainly weather in South America and maybe linked to that better export demand from here. I think in every WASD report, there's probably some things that you learned that you were kind of maybe expecting that kind of went along the lines of what you're thinking and then things that surprised you. Joe, was there anything in this report that surprised you or maybe caught your eye a little bit? You know, just got to go back to those yield estimates. I mean, they surprised everyone, right, which is why it was a bearish reaction. Uh, You had uh, a lot of states like uh, the key contributors, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, all coming up on their corn yield. It was just simply, you know, put surprising to me that we had uh, so much uh, a better of a crop than, than the year before, given that early drought stress. Now, I know absolutely this was a crop that ended up much better than feared early on, uh, but you still have a state like Iowa uh, with all of the trouble we knew uh, to be in the eastern half in particular, uh, to think that, that uh, the rest of the state made up for it and that they had a, you know, an improvement over, over the previous year, uh, it was just a stretch in my mind. But the, these are the numbers we're given with. I think the South American numbers, too, though, were, were surprising. I mentioned those. You know, they looked awfully conservative on uh, lowering Brazil uh, estimates by not quite near uh, as much as the private analysts would have um, expectations leaning. And then yet they were aggressive in leaving the Argentine crops uh, relatively high. So 
you know, a lot of bearishness to come from this one silver lining sort of uh, b- bullish outcome, a lone bullish point was that the winter wheat seedings were much lower than anticipated. And maybe we can see a little life out of that market to help out uh, going forward this week. Switching over to the livestock complex, we are still dealing with a big winter storm here in the central United States that is just starting to move on a little bit, at least in terms of temperatures improving. Joe, for the immediate future, a big storm like that can impact the cattle market, but can also have a little bit of a knock-on effect, can it? Yeah, we wonder about uh, initially having a, a friendly response, like we observed for the most part last week, uh, with colder weather, you know, snowy weather, limiting marketing activity for one. Uh, producers not wanting to to get out there and travel and and bring cattle to market if they if they can wait another week or two, and we should, as you allude to, see temperatures warm up for the most part. Midwest weather clear out for at least seven or eight days here, and so we're not worried about what could potentially be somewhat of a negative. And we've talked about this where initially you've got uh, cattle being withheld from the market. Later on, you can worry about supplies backing up. But I don't think that's going to be the case this year, particularly just because uh, of the way we're already well short on fed cattle numbers here. And we've got pretty solid demand. Box beef prices had a great recovery last week, so the the packers have incentive uh, to get their hands on cattle when they can. But, yeah, we we, we know the impact here of of colder weather, not uh, only coming into play if we talk about producers not wanting to bring cattle to the market if they don't have to, but also packers, you know, some without power there last week at times, others reducing shifts, so hours worked uh, lighter. We had the slaughter rate last week down uh, almost 20% here from a year ago, so a big drop down uh, in a big way because of this weather uh, influence. And you know, from here, uh, we'll see if things really pick up. We do have some strength to speak of generally over these last couple of weeks for cattle futures and uh, here all of a sudden lately again for the cash market. And with the hog side of things, what is the latest there as we've seen a little bit friendlier um, price movement to the upside there for the hogs recently, but is that more of just the natural market correction? Yeah, in part, it is a market that's correcting from these uh, steep recent lows. We're talking about, you know, multi-year lows just reached again here for nearby futures. We have recovered uh, somewhat here, five or six bucks from this low made earlier in the month. Uh, We do now, though, have a a board that's maybe overrun in terms of uh, where the cash market's at. That cash market's been really depressed. There have been some signs uh, that maybe it's finding a bottom, and we're just going to have to count on uh, if we if we're going to see higher prices that the seasonality of it normally allows for uh, better cash hog markets into the uh, roughly first half of the year and leading into the summer months, and that should be uh, supported fundamentally this year as well, where we had all of our big numbers depress prices, but then lower prices are going to curb uh, uh, production decisions. And we had those farrowing intentions, the pig crop smaller. So we should start to see tighter numbers from here. Joe Camp of Comstock, our guest here on Tuesday. Joe, what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Yeah, our marketing information, all of our contact information up at Comstock.com. Joe Camp, thanks so much for the time here today and have a great week. Thanks you as well. We'll talk to you next week. That was Joe Camp with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down one and three quarters at 445 and a quarter. March soybeans up five and a quarter at 1229 and a half. 
March soybean meal up $4.20 at 366.30. March soybean oil up 7 cents at 48.32. Chicago wheat down three and a quarter at 5.92 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up three quarters of a cent at seven dollars and a quarter cent. Kansas City hard red wheat down one and a quarter at 6.14 even. March oats down seven and three quarters at 3.61 even. On the Merck, February live cattle up 75 cents at 172.12. March feeder cattle up 60 cents at 228.30. February lean hogs down 82 cents at 71.07. February pork cutout down 62 cents at 85.85. And class three milk up 12 cents at 16.02. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>